I can tell you about Phasma. Oh, the stories I've heard. Her captor sits back on one of the chairs, arms crossed. So tell me one, and we'll work from there. Vi smiles just a little. Fine. One story. I'll tell it to you exactly as it was told to me by a woman named Siv. My brain isn't working so good right now, but I have a very good memory. That's why I'm such a good spy. He places the remote on the table. And Vi starts talking. Hey everybody, and welcome to the Rogue Rebels... No, 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 this is not a Rogue Rebels podcast. Hey everybody, and welcome to Tales from the Rogue Rebels. Because, whoa, me and Lizzie are going to talk about books. Hi, Lizzie. Hi, what? We're talking about a book that you actually read. Listen to. And by read, I mean we're stuck in a car with me on multiple occasions when I'm taking you to school and or work and listen to the entirety of Phasma. So today we're going to talk about Phasma. It was very interesting. Good. I thought it's one of my favorite books. Um, and <laughs> why is that funny? I don't know. Because I need to yawn, but I can't yawn. You can't. How? Why would you yawn through Phasma? It's such an amazing. No, book. I didn't. I'm just okay. Phasma. She's freaking cool, and I hate what they t- did to her in Force Awakens and Last Jedi now. But it's okay. It's fine. Um. Okay. You mean tackle her or, or didn't kill do her? anything with her? Oh no, they didn't do anything. I mean, she showed up a few times and looked cool. Yeah. Yeah. And then they just made a book because they were like, money, 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 money. Continue. Uh, I mean. Continue. They make books because they're cool. Yeah, but they want you to be interested in the character but not doing anything to her in the movie. I mean, giving her a book did a whole lot to her. Yeah, that's it. She got a comic book too. Yeah. You haven't read it. Money, 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 money. Continue. Yeah, it does cost money, but uh, everything costs money. The movies cost money, too. Yeah, but then you get more money. I don't understand. I don't know. Continue. Well, what am I trying to continue with? I'm confused the by your summary, point. The summary, the, the book. Oh, well, how do you want to talk about the book? Uh, do you want to talk about your favorite parts? Do you want to talk about what you liked about it? So you seem to like Phasma. Yes. I which like... is weird, because she's not the good guy. <laughs> no, she's not. She's but definitely like... not. She's just really cool, and, like, she's a cool, strong female character, even though that she's is evil, but, like, she's strong. Well, she's strong as hell, though. <laughs> All right. And she uh, wants to fight everyone. Just real quick, if you have not read Phasma and are interested in reading it, we're going to spoil the crap out of it. So go read it, and then come back and listen to this episode. If you're not worried about reading the book, then go ahead and listen to this episode, because we're going to talk about a lot of things that happen in the book, and a lot of them are awesome. Yes. So uh, the author, Delilah Dawson, she was saying that while she was writing this book, when she writes books, she has playlists. And for this book, she was listening to a lot of Star Wars and Mad Max soundtrack, (laughs) which is awesome because this book is like, that's what a lot of people were like, oh, it's like a Mad Max Star Wars, which I guess it kind of is. But I also really like, for some reason, it also reminded me a lot of like Lost, how there were these like isolated people that were trying to find their way, like. Because Phasma's trying to find her way off the planet. And the other people crash on the planet and they're trying to get off. 
And in Lost, that's kind of what they're trying to do too. And they keep finding different places with different like, what are they doing here? What is happening? What are these people? Oh, look, there's other people on this planet. Like, oh my gosh, they're horrible. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Like, so little things like that were like, I thought was really cool and interesting. Um, But just the book itself is really, really well done. Okay, are we going to go like... How do you want to do it? Do you want to like try to like follow it piece by piece? Or like... I want to just give her story. Okay, go for it. Oh. Because like then we had to start with a beginning that was the end for the... In the book. Like... Not really, but I guess. Well, because in the end... Okay. First of all, by Marathi. She gets captured by the First Order, but not really by the First Order. She gets captured by one of their captains? Well, she gets captured by the First Order, but Captain Cardinal, like, secretly takes her to interrogate her alone. And, yeah. like, because he wants... notice? Well, I think they're all under his thing, and he just said, hey, this is a secret operation, everybody shut up. Oh. And, like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, he went and took her, so they just could say, oh, well, we found a ship, no survivors. You know? Yeah. <laughs> kind of like Vader was like, kill everyone on board, and then tell everybody that everybody on board was killed. Take Princess Leia secretly. Oh, yeah, I guess so. Um, so Vimerati gets captured by Cardinal? Captain Cardinal. Captain Cardinal. And then, and then Cardinal's like, hey, I'm not good at torturing, but I'm going to torture you. Oh, he doesn't say that. He doesn't say that, (laughs) but he's not the great, like, he's not trying to, like, I mean, he's trying to get information. Yeah. Well, he wants information on Phasma, who's almost like his, uh, like. Not superior, but like. Well, they're like, kind of like equal. But they feel, it, he feels like that's his rival, like it's contentious and he doesn't trust her and like he doesn't He know. teaches children. Yeah, he teaches the children and then when they turn into teenagers, she gets him and trains mm-hmm. him the rest of the way. And he doesn't like that. Yeah, he's like And then like, Captain Phasma's trying to take his job. Yeah. Kind of like, what? But she kind of <laughs> did take his job because he was like the guard for Brendel and now she's the guard for Hux. Yeah. Brendel is the father of Armitage Hux. Yes. Which you know if you read the Servants of the Empire series. Sure. And the Aftermath trilogy. Sure. I listened to like, which Aftermath did I listen to? I haven't. Did you listen to any of them? I just remember Sinjir. Well, Sinjir's in all of them. Han Solo making dad joke. Han Solo's in two of them. Although he's technically in all three, but he's really in two of them. Like in one of them, he's just in one little piece. I just remember they were celebrating. That would probably be the last one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's usually how trilogies go. Um, you know, I mean, unless you count Naboo. I, sure. Anyway, so they... They... Uh, he's torturing her. And he has a droid that's like the torture droid. But like, he's, he's just a cool droid. Okay, first of all, he is a like... He has a red armor. Oh yeah. Like he's his his suit We're is red. To the... And he has a like no. captain's cape like her, which is also cool. Yes. Uh so they're both special colored boys. Um and girls. Boys, like B O I is a gender neutral term. Doesn't sound like it is. Boy. <laughs> <laughs> so they uh so he wants information to take down Phasma. Cause not, I think he kind of just wanted to get her in trouble, so that way she could leave. He did not like her. Well, I think um, he doesn't trust her. Yeah, which he has good reason. 
So I'm sad for him. Okay. He's not very good at torturing, and Vi could tell. Vi is a resistant spy. Very good at spying and reading people. Yeah. And he's like, and she's like, this is outside is a bad egg, but inside he's a good egg. He uses, she used egg a lot, like to compare him. <laughs> she likes tip your pigs. Tip your pigs? Yep. Oh, yeah. Um, she likes knitting. I like that. She likes knitting in hyperspace. She That's likes what she knitting because it's cute. And, and then she's also not her. very good at it. <laughs> no? Yeah. Oh, I thought she was. No, remember she's Why like knitting she the knit thing that? and they're like, or whatever that is. And he's like, it's a, she's like, it's a hat. And yes, I know I can buy one that's better, but I just oh. like making things. <laughs> I would wear her hat. Um, Where do you see him? <laughs> <laughs> they should sell her hats. Maybe they and do. Galaxy's we Edge. should go look back. Well, we found other things, but. Well, we're maybe, not on that book. Maybe I'll we're not ask on that her. Book. I'll ask her myself. Be like, hey, can you knit me a hat? Oh, well, next time you see Vi, next yeah. time we're at Galaxy's Edge, you're going to hit her with like, hey, when's the last time you were in hyperspace? You knit anything? I could use a jacket. <laughs> you know what I want to ask them? Like the people who do Vi? Like, because it's such a jerk thing to do. You mean Vi? Yeah. Ah. It's such a jerk thing to do to go up to like people who are costuming and be like, oh, well... Where's this? Who, like, how is this person? And then they're probably going to be like, I don't know what you mean. And then be embarrassed later. That's kind of mean. But I want to be like, hey, how's our, t- our checks? Mm-hmm. How's, how is. We're not knitting? there yet. Oh, Let's yeah. finish this book. Okay. Uh, so far, we're doing bad of staying on track. We are. Um, knitting. Oh, torturing. Mm-hmm. So she's like, okay, here's Phasma's story. And he's like, I don't want to hear stories. And she's like, but this is good. It'll help you. He's like, okay, fine. And then she talks about Parnassus and what goes on on Parnassus. Because Phasma's mm-hmm. from Parnassus, which is a planet that was abandoned by, yes. like, miners or something or technology people. We don't know that people. yet, but yes, it was, like, settled for mining. Mm-hmm. And then basically there was a huge accident, like an, you know, it uh, sounds like a nuclear meltdown. Mm-hmm. And like, instead of fixing it or whatever, they just left it. So survivors of the planet were few and far between. The planet's dying because it's poisoned by radiation. Mm-hmm. And the sea is coming up. Yeah. And like, there's very few survivors and they have no technology. All the technology is busted. So nobody so can get they're off like- savages in a way well where phasma lives is called the skyer and it sounds like she's kind of like in the sea but there are these spires that stick out of the rocks out of the ocean and that's where they live so they can't even like stand up their whole life is like hammocks and zip lining around to rocks <laughs> yeah uh but they're cool phasma's like the war leader yeah person military like her thing. and keldo are the leaders but like keldo is, is like crippled because his one of his legs doesn't work, and then can I say that? Like you can say whatever you want. Okay, well, I wanted to go from like that, fa- like Phasma's story. Okay, like uh, are you gonna do it or what? I, okay, okay. So Phasma as a little girl and Keldo as a little boy, their parents are dying or something, right? Their parents, no, their like tribe is like yeah. There's kinda, very few of them left. Yeah, so they're weak. And then Phasma, they the Skyer people come, and then they're like, "Hey, you want to join us? We'll kill everyone." And Phasma's like, "Yeah, kill my parents. It's cool." 
Okay. Uh, I'm going to say what actually happened. <laughs> so the Skyre people outnumbered whatever Phasma's clan was before that. And there were very, very few of them. And they had the Nautilus that was like, it's like a boasted up ship. But that was the land that everybody wanted because they could like go inside there and stay warm and sleep and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> like it was coveted by the other <clears throat> clan. So the f- people kept fighting back and kept fighting back, but they were like numbers were dwindling and they were all going to eventually die. It looked like the Skyer was winning and they were all going to get killed and then lose the Nautilus and their lives. So Phasma like sliced uh, Keldo's leg and threw him in the Nautilus and then, uh, you know, when the people, the family saw, she told them that the Skyer had attacked him. So then they gathered up their arms and went to attack the Skyer. All got killed. And Phasma surrendered and said, like, yes, we will now be part of the Skyer. And Keldo, Keldo's like, wait, but you stabbed me. And she's like, no, it was a, it was a Skyer scout. Like, you know. Like, we know. But we have survived and they will allow us to live if we be part of the clan and, and help them fight. And Kilda's like, I don't think that's right. I don't think okay. this is. But you say we get to live, though, so I guess we'll do that. <laughs> and then, and then we see a tiny baby Siv, and she's so cute. She's mm-hmm. with her mom, and they have something called like detractors or yes. something. She's learning to use the detractors, which like it's like taking important stuff from taking the body. all the nutrients from dead bodies yeah so then like making a like Medicine oracle salve yeah out of it that like helps them survive and heals their wounds and gives them energy and stuff like that because they have like very little food they can't go in the water because there's giant water creatures with giant teeth so they can't even like fish <laughs> or like i think try. they can like fish but like that's how they they can't like go into the water to swim or find safety like the rocks are dangerous if they fall. The water's dangerous if they get in it. Yeah, it's yeah. kind of just dangerous all around. Yeah. So, so that's what happened. Yeah. Uh, and then, so they put salve, yeah, like on their faces and mm-hmm. they're like body to body something. Yeah, there's a whole like uh, ritual around it and everything. Yeah. And Keldo's like, all right, here I am now. Mm-hmm. Um... So now they're they now they're people of the Skyer. He saw their dead parents in the in the corner. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Then and they then, got saved. Yeah, and then they they grown up. They grown up. Keldo's the leader, and then Phasma's like the leader for like mm-hmm. war stuff. Well, the very first thing is like they killed the other leader. The first, like the 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 oh. one guy stabs the other guy in his sleep, and they're like, "You can't do that, dude!" Like, and he's like, "He was dying though." He's like, yeah, but you can't help. We don't, like, turn on our people. Fine. Then they will issue a challenge. If you're going to be the leader, then I challenge you. And then Phasma kills him. And then they're like, well, now Phasma's the leader. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know, well, now Phasma and Keldor are the leaders. Like, so the old leader dies because somebody stabbed him in his sleep because he was dying. Sad. <laughs> like, the hospitals on the sky are the opposite. <laughs> they're like, he's dying. What do we do? Stab. <laughs> um... So yes, they are leaders, and there's a cool art thing of Keldo being leader, and it's cool. Mm, what happens after? So she's telling <laughs> them about what's happening. Who's opening? Oh, it's Axel. Uh, da, 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 let's see. It's the ghost. Again. Um, the they keep getting in fights with a nearby clan called the Claws, that's led by a Doug, and so they keep like 
They're like, there's more of them than us. They're sort of outnumbered. And the claws have like a plateau that's very coveted because they're like, we could lay down on a flat ground. Imagine being able to walk around. We've never done that before. <laughs> um, so Phasma wants to go and kill them and take their land. But mm-hmm. the other guy is like, no, we need to keep a truce because they outnumber us. And even if we win and go to war with them, we're still going to lose people. Like, we should just stay here and protect our people, not try to take their land and stuff. And Phasma's like, no, no we should take their land and stuff. But they don't. Fight me. But she is not happy about that. So, uh, let's see. Lots more stuff happens. And like this whole time, she keeps telling these stories. And Cardinal's like, this doesn't help me. These are dumb stories. And she's like, no, but can't you see? Phasma's a jerk. And he's like, yeah, no, I know she's a jerk. But like, (laughs) I need legal precedent to like sue this girl. Like, how do we, how does any of this happen? Okay, well, I'm getting to that. But she's, like, really good at telling a story, and Phasma has an eidetic memory. I'm sorry. Vi has an eidetic memory. What's that? That means that, like, you remember everything. Ooh. That's, like, the perfect, like, a photo memory. That's bad. So that's why when she tells him, she's like, I'm going to tell you the story exactly as Siv told me. So she's telling him the story in Siv's words. And then she also adds her little things. She's like, Siv didn't say that, but this is what it sounded like. So every now and then. So the story itself is told to us in a way of somebody telling a story, not just stuff that happens. Mm-hmm. Which is actually kind of cool of a storytelling device. Like it also personalizes the story because it's being told by somebody who was there. That part, that's why it's so metal. Yeah. And Siv is metal. So Siv, the, all the words are coming from Siv. So eventually what happens is uh, Brendel a Hux shuttle goes crashes. Brendel Hux's ship crashes. They escape in an escape pod that crashes like sort of somewhere between the border of the Skyer and the Claw lands. So Phasma's like, you know, we need to go find these people because if we find these people and we can help them fix their ship and help them, they can can get us off this planet. And the guy's like, no, because it's over by the borderlands. And if it's in their territory, then they're going to claim it. and It's going to be another fight. And we don't need to fight people. We just need to survive. And so Phasma's like, just does it. Yeah, she (laughs) She goes to the lands and they found the people first. And I think she goes and, like, takes them. Right? Let's see. Well, they fight. Remember? She, like, kills them. Oh. Yeah. But she goes and, like, grabs them from them and, like, fights and runs away with them. Yeah. So, like, she doesn't kill all of them, but she, like, fights. She kills the leader. Oh, yeah. She kills the leader. And then, like, Brendel's hurt. And he's, like, kind of, like, a big, like, like... He's not in shape and he's overweight and everybody in the sky are super in shape because all they do is hang and swing from like rocks all day. <laughs> yeah. And so it's funny because they were like, well, they have never seen a guy. Like, who was, oh. He must be able to eat a lot because we didn't get to eat much. So that's the thing. Like um, the sky have one of the people have a baby and like that's super, super rare. Right. And then the claws come over and try to take the baby. Yeah. They want and the baby. Then, but they waited until she was like kind of grown, so that way they didn't have to feed her so much. Mm-hmm. And so the they were like, "Hey, give us those people, or we kill you." And the clause is like, "How about you give us the baby, and we'll give you the people?" And they're like, "No." <laughs> and Phasma just kills him. Yeah. <laughs> so she kills like a few of them, and they run away. And like, there's a really big, strong guy on their team. His name's Torben. And so, like, at one point, he just picks up Brendel because Brendel's like leg is busted or something. And he just picks up Brendel on his back and runs away and like swings from the rocks. And they're like, 
I've never seen a guy carrying a huge guy carrying another huge guy and like running like it was nothing. Yeah. You know, so that was like a funny visual to me. So they take him back and then they get back to the base and like Keldo's super mad because he's like, you started war, you did the thing and I told you not to do the thing. Told you. Uh, but she's like, no, we take them back to their ship and they will get us off the planet. She talks to, she starts trying to figure out how to talk to Brendel because they don't talk the same language. Yeah. And Brendel's, it's, it's just funny how like Brendel doesn't care about speaking their language, but like, of course, Phasma's like, no, I want to speak their language. But Phasma like assimilates everything. Did you notice? She's like, these people are stronger. Like she jumps to whatever's the strongest. Like she learns their language and like halfway through the book, you see like she starts to talk with their accent and she starts to imitate the way they stand and stuff like, you know, so that's like Phasma's thing. She like, what's the word? Adapts. Yeah. But also like takes in like, and like joins them. Like, like she learned their language first because she was trying. And then second of all, not only did she learn the language, but she like learned their accent and the way they like carry themselves and stuff like that too, which I thought was like a really cool and crazy. So Cardinal's still like, this sucks. Like, I need more. I need more. So what ends up happening is they take off like in the middle of the night. They take Siv, they take Torben, they take a couple other people and they take them. And Siv is like the only one who knows how to use the Detraxers. So basically what they do is by taking Siv, everybody else will die. Because Siv can help them and cure them on the journey. But now the people who survived back at the camp, they will never have the Oracle Sav. And they won't survive because they'll start getting sick and dying. Yeah. She honestly should have taught people if their numbers were going down. Mm-hmm. Like. But it's like such a, like. It's a traditional Like a thing, traditional like, thing and like a. If they're going to die. Yeah. But I guess that's not the way they treated it. But yeah. But so they leave. And then they go through the claw lands and they go. And they eventually find land, which they've never seen before. <laughs> so they go in it. They're like, what is this? It's sand. How crazy. And Brendel's like, this is sand. It sucks. You know? <laughs> and then, like, somebody gets bitten by a beetle at one point. Ah, a golden beetle. And then later, like, starts oh, no, getting really sick. It was one sick. of the Skyers people. Yeah. Well, the funny one. And then he's, like, trying to be funny, but he's, mm-hmm. then he's, like, exploding in juices. Oh, yeah, he explodes into water like that dude in the first X-Men movie. What? There's a guy in the first X-Men movie that turns into water. That's what I always pictured when I read the book. Oh. Um, but, yeah, he kind of explodes, and then they're like, well, gotta not Whatever get you do, bitten. don't get bitten by a beetle. Everybody keep your gloves on and don't touch the water. And the beetles, like, come out for blood or anything. Mm-hmm. Like, they're drawn to liquids, which I guess is hard to find in a desert. Makes so they sense. keep going, they keep going, and then they, like, um, they find, like, these... Uh, giant like skin wolves that attack them and they keep fighting them and then when like they kill the wolves the wolves fall and die in the sand and bleed and then all the beetles come out and like eat them and it's like super metal yes terrifying yeah oh hi bingo uh so they find uh what happens oh like brendel gets bitten at one point but But, like they find uh like a building and it turns out it's one of the like mining places and the droids are all fine the droids work all fine but they keep saying like oh praise be to the creator or something like that mm-hmm. and they're like what and the droids take brendel and heal him and then um they're like okay well 
you guys, we helped your guys, and now you owe us like a whole bunch of money, so you have to work off your debt in the production company. And I forgot what it was, but they like, they're supposed to work as miners for like 60 days or something. Do they? So I don't remember that. They work for a while, but then they're like, just work until he's healed up. As soon as he's healed up and walk, we'll get out of here. And then as soon as he healed up, they break out and they leave. But that that's where they start to see the videos of like, oh, it was a mining corporation that was here. They start to piece together what happened to the planet. You know, and they steal like speeder bikes and a vehicle and they get out. And it turns out like the doctor who was there, like killed himself centuries ago. Yikes. They're like, oh, okay. So the droids were just waiting for their person. Uh, Yeah. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. So then they find, uh, they're driving their little, like, their thing, because now they have a vehicle, so they're, like, yeah. driving across to where the things crashed, and they uh, get their, their ship, their, their vehicle gets caught in a trap of, like, spikes and falls into a hole, and then all these other vehicles, but, like, these ones are all mad maxed out with spikes and stuff <laughs> and people with chains, they come and capture them, and they take them to, like, this arena, and Phasma starts killing people. Yeah, because that's what Phasma do. Mm-hmm. So this part reminded me of, like, Thor Ragnarok. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they're like, oh, you could fight the champion. And they fight the champion, and he, like, punches the crap out of Vi- uh, Vi- uh, Phasma's face. Yeah. And already, like, some of the stormtroopers have died, and Phasma started taking their armor and starts to wear their armor. She's like, this is better than my armor. And she won't Even take off the helmet. Not. She, like, won't take off the helmet, because, like, nobody ever sees her face. Yeah, because she had a mask before. Yeah. But until it gets punched off, her face gets punched off, and then her face gets beat by the, like, champion. I forgot what his name was. Randorus, or something like that, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, there it is, Randorus. So, um, then they go back, and they're like, well, how do you survive? Well, keep the people happy. Keep them entertained, or keep the Oratu entertained, and he will make you survive. And maybe you can get your freedom, but ha, 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 that never happens to anyone. Ha, 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 ha. <laughs> and then, so they bring them back to fight the next day, and Phasma's like, oh, no, I got this. So they bring her out to fight. And she, like, kills the people all beautifully. And she, like, knows how to stage her. But she's like, you, go kill him. Like, blah, blah, blah. And then she's already talking, like, the troopers. Troopers, cover like this. And then, like, at oh, one point, then... she kills the guy. But she's, he's not all the way dead. And she tells Siv to finish him. And Siv, and does Siv not... doesn't do it because he's basically, like, dying. And she's like, I'm not just, this dude's, like, has one leg. And yeah. He's bleeding out of his face. And I'm not going to finish him. But I'm just going to stand on him and be victorious. And then Phasma's like, Torbin, get down, or something. And Torbin, like, kneels. And she, like, runs and jumps on his back up into the stands and, like, slices the head off the leader. And I was like, oh, <laughs> it's sick. Phasma's crazy, y'all. <laughs> and then the whole city is thrown into chaos because that's who they follow. But they were happy about it, too. Yeah, but they just, like, they're they happy cheering. about anything. They're like, blood. Like, that's a, a savage-ass place. Yeah. <laughs> um. But then they leave and they're leaderless. But then the guy's like, oh, you don't know what you've done. Ha ha ha. That guy was, has only been the leader for like, you know, three weeks because they killed the last guy. Like, so ha ha ha. You will, you know, you have to keep the people happy. And if you don't, the people turn on you and then they kill you. Ha ha ha. And then they just like kill him and then they escape. 
Yeah. And they take speeder bikes and they go to, uh, the people keep telling them, you can't go that way. You can't go that way. Those are the deadlines. You'll never, everybody who goes in there, nobody ever comes back. And then there's this thingy. There's a gand. I thought it was a, I didn't know what a gand was. So I thought it was this giant thing. I thought it was like a cool, like, like creature that's giant and is friends with the beetles and. No, he's normal sized. Yeah. A gand is like what Zuckus is. Yeah. The I bounty hunter. So. He's like covered in the golden beetles though. And he's telling them, he's like, you can't go. If you go there, you'll never come back. Nobody ever comes back. I warn people, but I'm not going to stop you, yeah. you know? And they're like, do you warn everyone else? And he's like, I don't do, I don't take mm-hmm. orders from you, uh, but maybe I might. But he says like, I think when they're like going, they're like, no, we're going to go because the ship's over there. And then Brendel's like, don't worry. I have medicine on my ship. So all we got to do is make it to my ship and then I can heal everybody. But when they're going, the guy, the Gand tells Siv, when it happens, keep going. And then she's like, what? What did you say? And then he, like, doesn't say anything. And she's like, what? That's mysterious and crazy. You crazy, Gand. <laughs> no, I've never I think seen she actually Gand. believes him. But, like, she's very respectful. It's very nice. Yeah. So as they go through, all of a sudden they're attacked by Keldo's people. So Keldo has like fashioned like his people they have like some speeders and like they're chasing them turns out they've been chasing them this whole time and they finally caught up and now they're all in the deadlands and they're all fighting and keldo like they make it to the ship and they're trying to get brendel to the ship and trying to finish it oh but they killed the little girl that was with them no keldo's hiding behind the little girl and then like i think uh no He's hiding behind the little girl, but Phasma kills him anyway, and then takes the girl. So they don't no, kill her. No, no, the little girl that was originally with them dies. No. Oh, yeah. the like, well, that was a long time ago, though. When was that? I think that was in the city. No, because in the city, she survives. And oh, during the skirmish, was... Siv kills the mother of Frey. That's not her. That's not her. I think she died in the city. No, she didn't, because she was with them, and they were, like, eating the rotten wolf that they killed and brought from the arena oh, that's Siv in the pregnant. city though yeah Siv is prego oh yeah that's true I feel like it was not anyway doesn't matter they all die eventually yeah uh, And it, so they kill Keldo they kill all the people and then Siv's like okay like we literally just killed everybody and it's basically like Siv, Phasma Torben's dead Oh, yeah. And Frey. Keldo died. Yeah, well, Keldo got killed by Phasma. And Torben got killed by his brother. Oh, yeah, that was sad. Yeah. Um, So so Phasma takes Frey. Yeah. And they leave Siv because Phasma's like, you didn't kill that fool I told you to kill. Siv killed Frey's Mm -hmm. mom. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's going to (laughs) suck. Mm-hmm. You know, and then Phasma's like, like you're, not, your you're not worthy to go to the stars. So they go. You're, you're too weak. Like, yeah, you're yeah. too nice. So, and then Siv is like, what the heck, man? Siv <laughs> teaches Frey how to use the detractors. And then they, Phasma tells them to go to the nearby thing. So they go and they, she keeps going. And she finds a station and the droids heal her. But these droids aren't crazy. So they like the droids heal her and that's how she survives. Mm-hmm. And that's how she also has a baby. 
which she names Torby, Torby. since she thinks it's Torby's the father. Torben. So he's like, what? But that's not enough. I need something like I need the day, you know, I need the, the cam footage or something so that we can find out the story of all this. Um, and then he also says, like, she's like, he's like, well, what about Frey or whatever? And she's like, well, she's she died in a in a training accident. Phasma's like killing everybody who knows anything about Phasma. Yeah. You know. So he goes, Cardinal goes and tells Armitage. He's like, I think Phasma killed your dad. Yeah. And then Armitage and then Armitage is like, is like of I... course. Who do you think told her to, silly? <laughs> you silly Cardinal. And then now he's like, holy crap, this is bigger than me, man. This thing's been blown out of the water. Uh, so they found an old, they sliced like the medical droid because he's like, well, how do you think, you know, Vi's like, how do you think, how did Brendel die? Unknown medical reasons or something. And she's like, do you know what happened? Do you, did you see him? Did he look like, did he have a little red mark somewhere like on his neck where he maybe got stung by a deedle? Did he slowly turn to water? It, was he in a Bacta thing and just disappeared? And all his guts were and there? And he's like, I don't know. It was just told like a mysterious medical thing. And she's like, well, that's what happened. Oh, he was in a Bacta tank and he turned into Bacta. <laughs> <laughs> you know? And she's like, what do you think does that? A beetle, you know? Correct. <laughs> Only a beetle. But the First Order doesn't have any. I know. Because Phasmus was like, delete beetle. <laughs> or whatever. In the records. <laughs> you know? So then he goes like... He thinks he's going to go confront Phasma. But he's like, well, maybe like, and he starts like kind of losing it. He's like, well, they're all in on it. And like, I have to, I don't know what to do. So yeah. this is the part where he finds the Hapabor carving. Because he grew up on Jakku. Because oh, he went to his room after getting alcohol. And he's like, I got oh, yeah, to forget. Drunk once. I got to forget, forget, forget. And then he finds the carving and he's like, my real name is Archex. Mm-hmm. Um, that was the name that I once had when I was a little homeless child on Jakku. Yeah. Who carved Hapabors. And this is one. Yeah. And I am drunk now. And then mm-hmm. he smashes glass. And I'm like, whoa. Yeah. This is like intense <laughs> and sad. So he goes back and he goes to the training room to confront Phasma, who's training. Yeah. Because Phasma yeah. always trains. Because Phasma's like, hey, your program sucks. Mm-hmm. I beat your program. It was weak and you're lame. Mm. 360 headshot you haven't even been in battle before Uh full i'm like number one on the leaderboards (laughs) you should watch my youtube kills they're way better than yours (laughs) and then he was like no you and attacks her so he tries to stab her with her dagger that is poisoned from the poison that she used from the stuff from the skyer Mm -hmm. but she's like oh look i haven't seen this knife in a long time and she stabs him yeah she stabs him in like the lung or something yeah and the leg and she, and he's like, oh, I gotta, I gotta reach my weapon. And then she kicks it away. He's like, you're stupid <laughs> and She's weak. Like, you suck. And like the whole thing is like nobody ever sees Phasma's face. Nobody's ever seen her. She takes off her helmet. And she's like, you're weak and lame. And nobody ever sees my face and lives. So ha ha. This means you're dying if you can't do the math, Mister Cardinal checks. <laughs> And then he's like, wow, she's so beautiful, but so deadly. Mm-hmm. And I'm he's like, dying. Man, this sucks to die. This is the worst thing. This is the worst day ever. <laughs> Man, I'm not even supposed to be here today. 
But he also, he was like, look, here's what I'm going to do with Vi. He was like, okay, you give me the information. I found the beetle because that was like going to be his evidence or whatever. Yeah. And she like crushed the beetle and took it when she, he fought her. But he tells Vi like, I'm going to let your restraints go and you can escape. You know, if you're a good spy, you should be able to escape. So good luck, you know. So she escapes and she finds him dying and stabbed. And she she's has like, a stormtrooper helmet man. on. Man. And she, yeah, she's just wearing armor. She's like, I can't leave this dying and stabbed guy. He's, he's a good egg. He's, he's not horrible. <laughs> he tortured me, but like, he, so he wasn't good at it. She rescues him and takes a shuttle and they escape. Yes. And she's knitting. And then she's like, oh, there's like one more story from the feed. Like one year after Phasma and Brendel escaped Parnassus, Phasma returned to Parnassus and she tore apart the yacht that crashed, which was like one of the Emperor's yachts, which like could have been the Imperialis or something, but it's like all chrome, Naboo chrome. And she forged her armor out of that shuttle. And then she laughs at dead people. And then she's like, ha, it's so weak. And then she like blows up the station or something. Yeah. But now Sid, now Phasma knows that there's someone on Parnassus still telling her story. Mm-hmm. And she's like, who could it be? And then she says she's going to go to Parnassus. Dun, dun, dun. But anyway, in this book, Phasma kills a lot of people. Yes, she fights everyone. She's really awesome at it. She fights with a spear. So when she went to the First Order, she was like, y'all have sharp spears? Because I could really use one of those. And they were like, this one extends. And she's like, ooh, that's way better than the one that I had. <laughs> that was just like a bunch of sticks and feathers. Yeah. You know? So that's why she fights with a spear. I think that if Finn hadn't got the jump on her, she would have killed him. Which makes sense. Yeah. Um, and I also think that if, like, the longer the fight goes, <laughs> the more chances of Finn <laughs> dying. Probably. Like, basically, like, he only won because he surprised. He basically sucker punched her from behind. Yeah. He was. She was like, "Aha! He's dead." Hey, rebel scum! Pa-pow! Oh no, my whole face got knocked off. And yeah, and only her eye was visible, and mm-hmm. it was like, "Whoa!" Wow! Did not see that coming. She said. <laughs> <laughs> she was like, "Yeah." So, um. <laughs> hey, hey, what? They're Why? angry. They don't like this okay. book. What was your favorite part of the book? I think my favorite part is when she's in the gladiator thing and she kills everybody and then jumps out of the ring and kills the other guy. I think Bingo is telling his favorite part. Um, I think my favorite part. I I, I really liked Vi and uh, Archex's like interaction Cardinal. with each other. He's not Archex yet. Archex. And their interaction with each other. Mm. I don't think of one that I really, really liked. I really like Siv. Like, do you remember, like, because like, I listened to the book audiobook before I read it. And I remember listening to that part and being like, wait, what? 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 Oh! <laughs> like, I remember being like, man, like, that was awesome. So you, do you remember any part where you were listening to the story and you're like, I'm sorry, what? Excuse me, sir? What just happened? I feel like every part that Phasma just it, fights everyone. It's a book that, like, keeps jumping every time it gets crazy you're like holy crap they just killed the claw leader holy crap they just think, like killed the such and such i think the i think that i think the part with hux because 
I knew before because you listened to the audiobook before, and I heard that Phasma was the one that killed him with uh, a beetle. Brindle, yeah, but I didn't. I didn't get to the part where like why and you like, didn't know that Armitage like, was who? also like in on it. Yeah. So when Cardinal goes in and he's like, "Hey, yo, Phasma killed your dad," and then when Armitage is like, "Yeah, I'd ordered her to," and I was mm-hmm. like. <gasps> Oh, no. <laughs> you mean she did a good job? Of course. I gave her a trophy for it. Did oh. you see that little extender spear? It was like, whoop, whoop, whoop. And I really felt sad because, like, it looked like Cardinal really had fun with Brendel because, like, he was his bodyguard. Yeah, like, him and, and Brendel, he was very much like, yeah, like, Brendel was a good leader and he taught me everything. And even though Brendel's a jerk. Yeah. Like, he I was, think it was just because, like, he came from nothing, so he's like, "Wow, I'm getting like accepted." Phasma. Yeah, you know. But like with Phasma, he's like, she's like, "Of course, I got accepted," you know. But like, mm-hmm. Brent uh, Cardinal's like, "I'm, oh my, I'm so grateful." So, yeah. um, yeah. And then I kind of like, I, I think I was surprised, but kind of not surprised when Phasma was like, "Yeah, Siv can't come," but I was like, "Oh no, what is Siv gonna do?" She's she's prego. Mm-hmm. And then... And she's, like, dying. At that point, since they've been in the deadlines, they were all, like, dying of radiation sickness. They were already, like, starting to get sick and stuff. Mm-hmm. But Brendel's like, don't worry, we get on the ship and we'll be all right. <laughs> you know, so they're, like, already dying. And now they're like, okay, cool, we made it to the ship. You can't come. <laughs> no. <laughs> you know? We don't need your oracle anymore. And, like, the entire rest of the clan... Because the rest of the clan, like, there's nowhere for her to go back to. They're all there and dead, too. Yeah. Like, because Keldo brought everybody out to fight, too. It must be lonely, though, like, being, like, giving birth, like, alone and having to raise this child alone. But, like, she had a lot she of help. She has droids. Yeah. These droids and the best medicine everywhere, apparently. Yeah. I guess that's okay. You know? So, I don't know. Maybe they watch a lot of, like, Disney Plus or something. I don't know what they do. <laughs> They're like, our subscriptions are for life. Times. <laughs> um... Yeah, I really liked the book. It was very interesting to see Phasma's story like that. It was super intense. But it made me sad about the movie because I was like, mm, I'm sad because it doesn't seem like Phasma now. Just it Phasma does seem just like Phasma. Gave up. But I wish they did the deleted. I wish that scene wasn't deleted. I really like that. That I like that deleted scene better. And the I don't know because that would have added more to her character with the book and everything i think it has to do like if it was me it, the only reason that i can think of not putting that in the movie is time you're adding an extra it two was minutes already really long yeah i know but i'm saying like when you're cutting stuff out you're like well and if you just cut out the part that was yeah. after it like if it don't have to do with ray finn or kylo we don't need it you know uh, like you know what i mean like once when you're making a movie you really have to like figure out where your time is going and what's important yeah. So like Phasma's important. You know, the moment for Finn to kill her is like a victory for him, but to explore her like story in it a little bit is like not necessary. You can still have like obviously in the movie we got Finn's victory without having her story. You could which have sucks. Oh. Well, not without spending that time on it. Mm. You know. Like, hey, I I'll, didn't direct the movie. Take it up with I'm Mr. Just Johnson. It's like, okay, so some normal dude just killed her. Well, he, he was not a normal like, dude either. If you read the he books, he's like the best trooper. He was like supposed to be the best trooper. Yeah, but like compared to all the like warriors that she fought in like the yeah, arena and stuff, they kind of kind of. Yeah, but it's at the same time. It's like, it's like the difference between fighting and somebody stabbing you in the back. You know, he literally stabbed her in the back. She thought he was dead. He fell off the thing. 
And then he was like, hey, yo. And she turns around and gets a face full of like. <laughs> yeah, I guess. You know so. what I mean? Like, so it's not like he beat her in a like fair fight. You know what I mean? Like she literally yeah. killed him and was like, well, that's that like little uh, piece of trash <laughs> done. Another warrior to add to my ever growing roster. Yeah. Oh, crap. He's not you're like it's like I I see it as like he got a lucky punch in. Yeah, I guess. You know so. what I mean? Because like, he didn't beat her. She beat him. He just didn't quite die. Yeah. Which is kind of technically what you can say happened in the first one, where she didn't quite die. Yeah. You know. But the comic goes into much more about that. If you ever decide to read it, we'll record an episode about that, and you can get a little more piece of Phasma story. The only other reason I can think of is because the death in the deleted scene looks way more final. Like, her hand gets cut off, and then she gets sewed into a huge explosion. Like, right now, she gets her head hit, and then she falls into a pit of fire. But I'm like, that was a spaceship hole. So she might be okay. You know? <laughs> it's not as final as the other one I where mean, she got, I think like, I would have wanted off. a final death for this warrior that's trying to survive, and the only thing that's on her mind is surviving. Yeah. I mean, I guess we'll see. But the always the other reason I was like, why would you delete that scene? It's such a good scene. And the only reason I could think of was like, well, to save yourself 45 seconds in an edit. Or so that you could probably bring her back with a weird little brown scar on her face where her face got burned. But the rest of her is fine. Lame. You know. So I don't know. Maybe she is the emperor's chair in that trailer and he's like on his shoulders. What? He's like on his shoulders. You know how it looks like the emperor's in this weird walking chair? Walking up to Rey in the Rise of Skywalker trailer. Maybe he's just on Phasma's shoulders. And Phasma's like, I'm the greatest warrior in all of Parnassus. I can carry things that are small and elderly. (laughs) I don't know. What else would you have from Phasma? I just wish she would have. You just want her to live? (laughs) No, like I said, I like the deleted scene. Yeah, me too. I like it better than the scene that ended up in the movie. What? And she has really cool lines, too. And she kills the stormtroopers. Yeah. Then she loses her hand. Oh, Star Wars. You crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, Phasma's awesome. Siv is awesome. Vimerati is awesome. Yes, Vimerati is awesome. So we're like kind of halfway through Black Spire. Just so you know, you, the listener. Oh, so I wanted to like do this podcast before we were into Black Spire. So you wouldn't be so confused. Like right now you kept calling them Archex. I didn't want that to happen. (laughs) I keep getting it confused from Artex and Archex because Artex is the horse in never ending story. Don't give in to sadness, Artex. (laughs) And then Archex is the guy. Yeah, Archex. I think of him as Chex Mix. What? (laughs) Chex Mix. No. That's the way you know it's Archex. Not Artex. It's not Tex Mix. Silly. Um, so yeah, we'll get into that book. We're almost done with that book, and then we'll, do, we'll talk about that book. I like Delilah's writing. I think Phasma is dope, and I also really like Black Spire. Yes, So I agree. You're not done with Black Spire, but man, no. I can't. There's one part that I can't wait for you to get to, man, and I'm going to be driving and also trying to look at your face when you get to it. <laughs> And see what happens to you. Like poop? Did you cry at any time poop. during Phasma? Phasma? <laughs> Did you? I don't think you cried at any time during that book. Uh, I feel 
feel like I did. I don't know. I don't think I did. Yeah, I don't think so either. Okay, just curious. I, I wonder. Mean, you know. It's Actually, very... maybe. I was going to, but then I realized wait, wait. that I when our checks was um dying. About to die? Yeah, I was like, oh no. And then I realized he was in another book and I was like, nah, never mind. He's fine. <laughs> hmm. So All right. Well, I guess that's that. I feel like I cry what what have I cried at recently? Um Solo. Like there was a it was they were talking about Chewie, and he was like, I need to help oh, that yeah. poor man. The that, solo book. The poor small thing that yeah. like doesn't have a family. And I was like... <gasps> the solo book. Uh, I guess we'll just get into this real quick. Like, There's a few deleted scenes that are actually really cool in the solo book, but also it's a book, and it's not just like... Like in the movie, you know, you see Chewie, and the Wookiees are like, let's go, let's go. And <laughs> Anthony Daniels is like, come on, Chewie. You know, and then Chewie like kind of goes back with Solo and like says goodbye to the Wookiees and goes and you're like, oh, he left his people to stay with Solo. But in the book, it like goes into his head a lot more. And he's like, you know, he had finally found his tribe and he had helped people and blah, 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 blah. But he turned around and Solo was there and Solo had no people. Solo had no one. And it was just this little guy who helped him. And like. The the Wookiees were fine. They could take care of themselves, but Solo needed somebody to help take care of him. You know, so Chewie decided to stay with Solo, like, and then he turns back and goes to so- Solo. So that was a really good part of that book. Was, I yeah. cried on that. It was part. excellent. I was going to work too, and I came in, and they were like, Are you "Yeah, you're always <laughs> like, I'm ready to make, <laughs> <laughs> I'm ready to cook." Mm-hmm. Okay, good I times. Even cook at work. I so guess. that probably means Black Spire will be our next book talk. Yeah. And that'll be that. All right, everybody, you can follow us at theroguerebels.com. We have a Facebook page. We're on Instagram at The Rogue Rebels. Please rate and review the podcast and tell us that you love us. Follow Bingo on oh, I Am Bingo Twitter. Bingo's on Twitter at I Am Bingo. I'm on Twitter at Salamic Music <laughs> and Instagram and all that. And don't forget Lizzie's other podcast, Star Wars Geek Girl. They're geek girls that like Star Wars and sometimes, all the times, cry. Yes. The big man had knelt, his back to Phasma per her orders. Siv realized what was happening a second before it occurred. Phasma ran at Torben, leapt onto his back, and used him as a springboard to catapult herself directly into the Aratu's box, where she sliced her sword in a flawless arc that slashed the man's head from his shoulders in one clean stroke. It happened so quickly that the Aratu was still grinning when his head flew through the air to land on the sand of the arena.